pretty sure I seen you. I'm pretty sure I seen you on IG doing the uh, in my feelings challenge. So I'm pretty sure I saw you doing that. What? Oh, I'm you? Really? Triple? No, not me. Not I. <laughs> that wasn't you. Not I. No. Nope. Talk about nobody listens to Drake. Nah, I'm not, it was not me. I'm never. Keep never. 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 I seen it. I seen it. Never. <laughs> no, it was not me. Yeah, it's 50, aka Ferrari, F50, break it down I got a lot of living to do before I die And I ain't got time to waste, let's make it You say you a gangster, but you never pop none You say you a wankster, and you need to stop running You ain't a friend of mine, you ain't no kin of mine What makes you think that I won't run up on you? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of our music podcast with the committee podcast. We have the usual suspects this evening with you guys today. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yeah, this What's is uh, Marcus. Sorry, this is Marcus Sniffles from Twitter, the reluctant Nicki Minaj apologist. My job is getting harder and harder every day. <laughs> What's up? It's summertime, Sai. Um, here to to bash all the barbs out there. So, Marcus, um, we may have some problems today. Oh, wow. Maybe not. Maybe wow. not, though. And, Maybe of not. course, it is Tribbles. I don't. I think I don't have an AKA today. No, you know what? AKA uh, Jatavia Johnson, I think that's her last name, uh, from the City Girls, so free JT. But it's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've done a little podcast. I went off on like some spiritual cleansing in my life and I was off social media and I didn't really care to do the podcast, but I'm back and I'm happy and I'm here and we're going to have a good time today. So really quick, um, I know we usually cover hip hop and R&B. I guess Demi could kind of possibly be like a little splash sometimes with a little run of R&B, but we want to send our, uh, I guess, condolences and prayers to Demi uh, Lovato. She apparently overdosed on heroin yesterday. Um, according to the internet, she is in stable condition right now. So we just want to continue to send her good prayers. Is there anything that you guys want to say to Demi in case she accidentally presses play on the committee podcast while she's in the hospital? Uh, I'd just like to say I'm, I'm going to apply to be a member of the Lovatic. That's what her uh, her stands are called. So I'm what? I'm how do they? How do they get that? I don't know. I don't know. But that's what <laughs> is, I asked people her on Twitter. That's what they came with. Yeah, that's what it is. Wow. Maybe I'm, I'm probably saying it wrong though. Like there's probably some way you there's some inflection somewhere in there. But wow. Yeah. But my thing is um. I'm kind of conflicted with this Demi Lovato thing because I saw this news crawl across my timeline and I was like, I know who Demi Lovato is and I'm I'm pretty sure if you played me a song of hers, I probably heard it, but I didn't know who it was. So I was like, you know what, let me let me check out her music. And I, I put on like a random playlist of a bunch of random songs that she's done. And I was like, wow, she's a really good singer and I like these songs. These songs are kind of jamming. And then I listened to her last album. I was like, yo, this album's really good. And while I was doing that, I kind of did a little bit of research on Demi Lovato. Apparently she's had like drug addiction and drug abuse problems for like the last seven years. And she's only, I think 25 or 26. So like since her early 20s, she's had a problem with like cocaine and now heroin. Now she's ODing. She was sober for six years and now she's kind of relapsed and I was thinking like man, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> I was I was thinking that a little bit, and then I was thinking I, it, it brought me back to Triple um, X and about what happened with him. And Triple X didn't have the greatest like social media presence or standing. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear about Triple X, you hear a lot of, of of the bad stuff. And Demi Lovato, it's kind of the same thing. Like I'm just now starting to realize who she is. And the first thing I heard about her was about her drug overdose. And the first thing I did was like, oh, let me go check out her music. Well, Triple X, I did kind of the opposite. And I'm like, am I being a hypocrite for that? Like, am I trash for just being like, oh, Triple X, fuck that dude. But Demi Lovato, she ODs on heroin. And I'm just like standing for her on Twitter right now. Yeah, you're, you're, 
You're definitely, you're definitely a hypocrite. hypocrite. Yes. You're definitely a hypocrite. Yes. Oh. Why, why, why did you go? I mean, and maybe this is another topic for another time, but what made you go listen to her music? Because I definitely didn't. I only know one. No respects to her. I'm sorry. Like I, I mean, again, I don't. I can't say she's hot or not. I only know. I only heard one Demi Lovato song. Shout out to El Chapa because I was making her playlist and I, you know, she's a fan. And so I found a song that I actually liked, and I was like, oh wow. Um, well, I, I didn't mean, even know it was her. That's the funny part. I heard the song before. I just didn't know it was her. So that's that's what happened to me. I, I was listening to her album playlist. I was like, oh, that's Demi Lovato. Okay, that's a that's a cool song. I like that. Yeah. I don't know what made me go listen to her songs. I I have no idea. Something. Something pulled me to go listen to it, and I was like, "Yeah, these these shits are kind of jamming." So I, I feel like at, at this point, I gotta go back and listen to Triple X, right? Like I have to do that. Yeah, I mean, and, to and make things right. I I personally believe so. That'll make everything right. Um, in my books, um, and I and I don't think Triple X has bad music either. I think it's I think you'll if if you enjoy that emo kind of R and B because he's really not a rapper. You know, it's like that emo singing lullaby kind of shit like i think you would enjoy it um but demi i saw a lot of people throwing the capes out you know like hey we need to talk about mental health and why we abuse drugs and i'm just sitting there like you call lamar Odom a crackhead like you know it's like uh, you know the internet is 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 contradictory yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. chris brown too yeah, Chris, I mean, like all these Whitney Houston, all these people that we know that have openly battled with uh, addiction. And this is not to make light of Demi's situation, not saying that I don't care, but it's just like so many, so many celebrities battle drugs. Like, what made the world stop for Demi Lovato? I'm sorry. Because it, it sounded like a good story. And you know what? I feel like the media said, like, oh, she OD'd on heroin. And that just made people go, like, wow. If it was on some Percocet, then it might be a little different. But it was something about. And it was a it was a lie too. Like that was a crazy thing about it. I heard it wasn't even um, heroin. It was like I, meth, which is worse. I mean, they both God got trash. I mean, but meth is also like a shitty ass drug. Too. That's poor like, people drugs. Yeah, which 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 is why I know it was heroin. Which which is why I know it was heroin. But I, I want to clear something up for like I guess our listeners and people who follow who followed the story. Because everybody's like, oh, she's been sober and she probably, you know, has been doing heroin for, heroin for so long, which could be true. But from my knowledge, and I watch a ton of like documentaries on this stuff because I'm like this weird nerd. But you can literally OD on heroin your first time, like your first your first time trying it. You can o- overdose on it if it's cut wrong. You know, if you ingest too much, if, you know, like it's a lot of things that go into it. So she could have possibly not been going, you know, been on heroin for the last month or so. Because I know she's been open uh, um, that she relapsed as of recent. Um, uh, I, and I don't know. She never really said what her relapse was. I don't know if it was alcohol or physical drugs, but clearly it could possibly be drugs. But to sum it all up, pray for Demi Lovato. Uh, Mr. Sniffles is a hypocrite. Listen to Triple X music and You're tell right. us and tell, yeah. tell us about it on on the next episode. Um, but transitioning on and still kind of staying in the past somewhat, Scorpion came out um, around the time I took my hiatus from you know social media and the podcast. So I just wanted to come and talk about it like really really quick. Um, so Drake released twenty five tracks that I think he just said hey. These are some, you know, some good beats. Let me just get on there and put my voice on them because people are going to fall in love with whatever I say, no matter if I put any thought to it. And I'm not going to order the track listing and I'm going to put my face on the cover. I'm going to talk about my kid and I'm just going to put it out and watch the world gobble, gobble it up, which they did. And I'm going to get out of my record deal. And I'm going to get out, which, which, listen, I don't, I do not blame Drake about that aspect of it. Um, but the the world gobbled it up, you know. He's still like he's still breaking streaming records and all of that. But the, here, the good people at the committee podcast on the music side, we do not bullshit. We don't sugarcoat shit. How are we really feeling about twenty five tracks of Scorpion, like two weeks removed from its release? So this is not even a first listen kind of review. It's like a real in depth listen. Uh, for me, sonically and production wise, I thought it was really really good i really enjoyed the production of it um as far as there really wasn't like a standout moment for me from drake i feel like there were some standout moments but they didn't come from drake which is not 
what you what you want from your album, especially an album with 25 songs. And for me, I'm still in that mode of the whole, you know, Kanye West good music wave of seven tracks, get in, get out. I'm still kind of in that mode. So for him to put out 25 tracks is not not my cup of tea. It's not for me. Now this album is okay. It's not bad. It's not great. It's just an okay Drake album. It's okay. fine. So I, how how are you feeling? Two two weeks removed from Scorpion. Two weeks removed from Scorpion. Like I'm probably replaying six songs right now. I don't. I don't. Definitely don't even want to really hear Side B. They ruined Kiki ruined Side B for me <laughs> to where the point. I'm just like every time I every time the song before it comes on, I'm just like, oh nah. And you I know what's crazy? That that's probably one of my favorite produced beats on that's on that's on the the B side. And it was it's just like to the point where literally you cannot get on social media, you can't turn on the radio, you can't watch CNN. It's like you just constantly hear Kiki and I'm like, yo, it was like four other five, four or five other names he named on the goddamn song. Like let's just get off Kiki. Yeah, you know? and I and I think that and I, honestly, I think that kind of ruined the whole album for me because I'm like, I don't want to hear Drake's voice. Like, <laughs> I, just, like I, I, I mean, but like I said, I do, I do replay like five songs. They, they are in their rotation at the point at this point, but nah. So what? I mean, really quick, what, what are some of your favorite songs out of those five or six? Mob ties the joint he got with Jay Z. Um, talk up, talk oh. up. Eight out of ten. Emotionless because of Mariah yeah. Carey, not because yeah. of him. Yo, he sucks. Yeah, nah. Um, <laughs> and uh, the joint with Ty Dolla Sign, After Dark. Oh yeah, that's oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about what about you, Sniffles? What like what's um, on the replay? I'm eight out of ten. That's how you feel. I'm still in the nice for what hive. I don't care what anybody says. That's still a jam <laughs> for me. And um. I'm on the fence with Jaded because I liked the song when I first heard it, but th- and then apparently when I found out who it was allegedly about, that kind who of was it about? It's about Georgia Smith. Like, yeah, kinda, he, I, he, it's not even alleged. He confirmed it on March 14th when he told his son that, "Hey, I got an 11 tatted on you," and it was for your. It was for another chick, but now it stands for you. Like. Come on, bro. Drake, Come on, bro. Listen, You're the worst dad ever. Worst dad. <laughs> You're the ever. worst. Ever. Listen, my thing, this is my thing with Scorpion, and I tweeted about it yesterday because I actually do. I made a playlist um, uh, and I called it the real Scorpion, what Scorpion really should have been. And it's about 11 tracks. I think it's, no, it's actually 14 tracks. And even with those 14 tracks, I have issues with it because majority of those are the ones that have features on them. So it's telling me like, you know, Sniffle said, it wasn't anything about Drake that made me come back to it. It was just like, hey, I, I love the City Girls, so I'm going to listen to um, In My Feelings. I love Jay-Z, so I'm going to go listen to Talk Up. And Talk Up pitches, uh, pisses me off because Drake was literally talking about nothing. I listened to that song like 50 times. And he's and in the song, he says, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, Drake. He's not saying shit. He was like, oh, what did he say? They say I took some lumps, the only lumps I've taken if they come in in sums or some shit. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? There were a hand, there were a handful of bars and lyrics on this album that made me roll my eyes so hard that I almost fell out of my chair. I'm like, bro, did you really I'm say I'm a light-skinned, but oh. dark nigga. Oh my God, that was the one that everybody kept tweeting. <laughs> everybody kept tweeting that. And I'm just like, that is not a good line. It's like, not stop tweeting that. It's trash. It's, yeah. It's not like... it. A lot of things were wrong with this album. And, and I think as a consensus, it's not... It's better than more life. Um, it's better than views, in my opinion. Um, it's not I like views so. over this. View, view. It, the thing about it is Drake cannot just focus, and you and it, it was very evident that Pusha fucked a lot of that shit up because it, it was a lot of forced kid bars in that in the on side A, a lot of forced kid bars, and I'm like, you weren't gonna say this. You were gonna give us March 14th at the end of side B and we were going to mm-hmm. make our inferences and whatever the hell. And he, and I, and I don't know if March 14th was supposed to be a, Hey, feel sorry for me track, but it was like, nigga, you dumb. Like you met a bitch twice and you were nothing in her the, the, the second Two time. Ever. Like, and then you're like, it, Oh, I haven't seen my son since like, nigga, I don't feel bad for you. You're a oh. multi-million, like you're a multi-millionaire million selling platinum, multi-platinum possibly will go diamond in the next couple of years nigga you got money 
You can fly that baby over to the states, Drake. I think the issue is because he he was denied. I remember the first story. Not story first came out. He was denying the shit out of that kid. Like yeah, and then they had then he had to take the paternity test, and it was all. Well, she was, in, in his defense, she was fucking ASAP Rocky at the same time. So I think if I know that you're fucking somebody and I'm fucking you, I would possibly be like, hey, I'm going to need a DNA dumb. test before I slide a chip. And that's even dumber on Drake's part to fuck somebody raw. And yeah. you know this nigga's fucking somebody else. Yeah, but currently, um, you know, shout out to Shiggy. Shiggy's on set right now. They're currently recording the MI Feelings video. So it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So we'll have visuals, I would say, probably sometime in the middle of next month. Um, but speaking of Drake and labels and trying to get off of it with that double disc, his label mate currently, you know, the deal is not done. He's not gone from cash money uh, yet. His label mate, Miss Onika Mirage, AKA Nicki Minaj has been going fucking bonkers. Um, literally from jumping into DMs to Sending her her retarded ass stand club, uh, <laughs> sending them out to tell people to kill them and kill themselves and blase blase blase, and most recently she put out a song with a, um, I mean I don't want to use the word alleged because the court said he did it. Well, he signed a plea deal, but uh, a child molester, I guess you can say that now because the court said she just did a, a feature with Takashi Six Nine Fifi. So how how do first off how do we feel about Fifi? And first of all, fuck Fifi and fuck mm. Six Nine because that nigga Damn. took that shit from Chicago and he ain't gonna never give us a fucking props for that. And that's a very known slang term in Chicago is Fifi. Okay, and so explain it. trolling. Fifi is a um it's a dance and it can't. Okay. I'm not a West Sider, so I can't even like front like it came from my part of the town. But it's a um it's a dance on the West Side. It's kind of old a little bit or whatever. But like if you're from Chicago, you kind of know what it is. And you know this nigga six nine been trolling the whole fucking time. Like, and then yeah, I don't know if y'all seen a little video spat here with Vic Mensa. I'm like, this nigga here, like, nah, get him the fuck out of here, <laughs> somebody. I hey, thought it was to. over for that nigga, right? They tried to. They tried Dang. to get him the fuck out of here. Literally, like, maybe a couple of hours after the track had dropped. And, you know, then the TMZ report came out the next morning. He had got kidnapped. Uh, which TMZ, uh, well, which the the actual police officers were saying that he kind of exaggerated the story. So we'll never know the real true story of what happened. But he was almost out of here. So, Marcus, did you listen to Fifi? Like, Yeah, I didn't know what uh, Fifi meant. Me either. Like this was new. This is brand new to me. Guys. And the thing about it is that he ain't even saying it in the song for real. Like he mentioned it a couple times, but don't nobody know what that word means. Yeah, if you listen to like, the song, you're like, I still don't know what Fifi means. I don't understand exactly. that. So exactly. I'm glad we got our uh, our pseudo rap genius course by the way. Listen, yes, I'm just, a, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a person from Chicago, man. I was like, what? What do you know about Fifi? My thing. I was, my, I was like, what you know about Fifi? You got to be like for real, for real, like. Yeah. In Chicago, to know what the fuck that means. <laughs> wow, yeah, it, it's he's clearly, clearly trolling because like that's that what he does. Has nothing to do with Fifi, and and I, I'm gonna give it to Six Nine. Like he is a marketing genius, man. Like I went to his IG page. That dude has like nine million followers. Yeah, that dude is out here. Like I don't know how. He's an industry he's plant. Like. Come on, but he's an industry plant. You think he's an industry player? Like, definitely. Most I, at definitely. this point, I, I'm thinking he you might You think be. he's going to be here next year? Next year? Mm. Yeah, Probably early part of next year, but definitely not the end of next year. <laughs> like, he, may, he may roll over into the, the first quarter of 2019. But it's, a, it's a possibility. I just feel like his name has been out here so much, and he has a huge following. I, I'd Honestly, I'd be surprised if he wasn't here next year. I mean, mm. he's selling a lot. Uh, he's not selling a lot of records, but he's doing a lot of streaming numbers on yeah. on all the uh, music platforms. But as far as the song goes, I don't believe you don't in believe the these streaming numbers. No, listen, I, I work. I, first of all, people be like men lie, women lie. Numbers don't. That's a lie. I work in finance. Numbers lie. Hey, numbers shout out to the finance gang. Yo, hey. I'm telling you, numbers are gonna look like whatever you want to make the numbers look like. And they could come from all kinds of systems. I don't believe them streaming numbers. I don't believe them following numbers. I don't believe none of that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> until you can do, if, until you can sell records without having numbers, like can, on, on on social media, I can't. I, can't. I guess with the with the streaming numbers, it just doesn't look like you'll. 
I follow chart data on uh, Twitter, which is a great account to follow if you guys are into like stream, I mean, the numbers and all that. And you will see like an album have like uh, a million streams. And then you go to the pure sales side of it. And pure sales is like 25,000. I'm like, niggas love this song so much that they streamed it a million right. times, but nobody could drop a dollar to buy it. Because, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because all you got to do is pay $10 a month or $5 a month if you're a student and you're good. Sometimes most of it should be for free. That's true, but really, but of course, you're gonna stream it a million different times. We keep we keep cutting marks off. How did you feel about CC? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's just, it's just an okay song. I feel like Nicki did an, an all right job. I, I I'm getting to the point where I feel like Nicki Minaj is is a better uh, feature artist than she is a solo artist. When because every time I hear her on a feature, I feel like she does a really good job and she puts out her best effort. And it's just for her solo stuff. It doesn't seem to do the same yeah. and that's and that's not for me for for most people they'll kind of be like oh this is trash this is trash but then her features are still really good and it's it's tough with her because i i just feel like i don't think pe people don't like Nicki minaj anymore and i think and that's it, it's fair to say that no but but Nicki has made and, and, it so that yes. people don't it, it's it's yeah, it's easy a to part of it her. A part of it was, in my opinion, well, really quick, let me talk about CC. I'm not a big 6ix9ine fan. I've heard some of his music. I actually enjoyed the song because he wasn't screaming at me. I think Nicki delivered okay bars. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it's not a song I'll necessarily have to throw on a playlist and play it like four or five times, but I encourage all of my, all of the, the listeners, do not watch the goddamn video. The video really almost fucked the song up for me. It's so creepy. It's it's not needed. The video was really not needed. It's, it's just weird. Now I feel like I have to go watch the video. I haven't watched the video yet. I'm it's weird. Lie. It's weird. It's 6 9 sucking on an ice cream cone. Him and Nikki are like sharing ice cream. It's just really nasty. It's, it's creepy. You know what it reminds me of? Two girls in one cup. And That's exactly what it back is. That's horrible exactly feelings. That's exactly it brings back horrible it. feelings. But it's, it's, like, it's a child predator and an enabler on the on sides of the cone. Um, oh with with shitty music, not shit, but just shitty music. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But to, to kind of talk about Nicki Minaj and I guess in her decline, I think the criticism. So, um, I think her her Twitter name's like Wana's World or whatever. She made a tweet. She was at the time employed by Karen Civil, and she made a tweet basically saying that she wanted to see Nicki Minaj cover some, you know, more adult content or you know, share a different outlook on life now that she's approaching 40. And Nikki took it upon herself to not respond on the timeline, but hop in her DMs. And she used some very nice, well, not so nice words towards Juana. She, you know, I think she called her like ugly broke hoe or something. I, I don't have the, the, the DM pulled up, but it was a lot of things that did need it to be said. I, I think the tweet itself was taken out of context when Juana asked her to, I guess, grow up um, as far, or excuse me, not even grow up, but mature as far as her musical content. And the DMs got leaked because Juana posted them in a thread and her fans literally stalked her to the point where they were sending pictures of her children, well, excuse me, her daughter. Um, they were sending her emails telling her to kill herself. Um, they got her fired from her internship with Karen Civil because, of course, Karen Civil is on Nicki Minaj's payroll. And, yeah, and I think shit like that, and this is not the first instance. This was probably my second instance actually paying attention from start to finish because another guy spoke out, um, spoke out against her. Well, not against her, but against her messages. So she she was talking about basically keep your legs closed and women should, you know, take pride in themselves and their bodies, not give themselves, you know, to men, blah, blah, blah. And then like two days later, she dropped rich sex, which was exactly which was, basically, which was basically like sell your pussy if your pussy worth millions. And, and so go to got, and go to Brazil and get the, the fat transfer. And so the guy, he essentially was just like, hey, you know, you're contradicting yourself. And Nicki Minaj went on a rant. This time she did it via the timeline. She sent, you know, her stands and I I I did not see the video, but he alleged and a few other people alleged that she got on Instagram live and basically told 
her fans to kill him or invoke some type of violence towards him. So I think with those two instances, the masses that were kind of on the fence, because Nikki lost a lot of fan, a lot of her fans, one, because she didn't necessarily grow with her music. You know, she was still making that music that a lot of people fell in love with when they were 14, 15 years old. And now they're, you know, 25, 26. And they're like, all right, I'm tired of the Barbie shit. Like, give me something new. Give me something different. And she's not delivering. So, and then you had those people who were kind of teeter-tottering like, all right, she does fire-ass features, but I don't really like her content, but I'm going to still ride with her. And then all of this shit goes on and people are just literally like, yo, I got to distance myself from Nicki Minaj. And it leads to me to believe that what Joe Budden said, she's on some type of drugs or she doesn't have the the people in her corner that well, I guess she has a lot of yes men in her corner because for her album to be coming out in two weeks, all of this press on Nicki Minaj is negative. I have yet to see a positive article, a positive tweet, you know, a viral tweet about Nicki Minaj. It, it's not positive unless it's coming from somebody with her face plastered as their Abby, and we know it's a stan account. <laughs> and mean, that's my, I mean, she right. pays the people to like really, you know. Spam people comments. I was telling Marcus earlier, like, yo, I swear if you say anything bad about <laughs> Nicki Minaj, the fucking unicorn barbs are coming for your damn comment section. Like, it's wild. And I'm like, how do they find these negative comments to come spam? They search her name. They search They search Nicki Minaj. They search Minaj. They spell the misspelling of Nicki. I saw a tweet, like a, a bar picked up a tweet where they spell Nicki N-I-K-K-I. You know, I'm like, they're searching everything or they're searching, you know, her song titles and they are literally, they're dedicated and they're, they are attacking and and it's a different because, you know, a lot of people, the the conversation stems around stand culture and, you know, you got the, the Beehive, the Rihanna, maybe you got all these large artists with these large followings, but it's something about the Nikki stands that are is something wrong in their brains, literally where it's at the point you have now send an email. Cause I think Juana had her email inside of her bio. Cause she's a, a journalist and they are literally sending her pictures of her daughter, you know, saying like, she's going to be, you know, better off without you. When you kill yourself, you should kill yourself all because somebody said, Hey, an artist that I fucked with. Cause I ended up Googling Juana's name and put Nikki Minaj beside it to see like, all right, is she like, is she, is she me? Does she be giving Nikki that, that heat and then, you know, trying to cape like she be, she really praises Nikki Minaj? But like looking at some of her old tweets, she's always tweeted, well, I won't say always, but for the most part, she's always been in a positive light when speaking about Nikki Minaj. And then you look at that one tweet, which I still to this day don't feel it was a negative tweet. It was an honest, you know, honest criticism. And she got that kind of energy. It makes you. Not me personally, but if I'm an average person, it would make me nervous to tweet that I don't like Nicki Minaj's music because somebody could then go through my media or if my if my name is in my bio and try to get me fired. Like she literally lost. I mean, it was an internship, but she lost an internship that she was very proud of because I remember her tweeting when she got it over the fact that she just disagreed. Like she just wanted to see growth. Like, is that wrong? No, see, I, and I saw that tweet from that from that um that young lady, and I, I somewhat agreed with it. I don't. I think she has shown a little bit of growth when it comes to her lyricism and some of the songs that she's done. But I, I think it's fair to ask for ask her to do something like that. But then on on the other hand, I mean, Nicki Minaj is only on her third album. Like, I don't know how much growth you expect from you know your first to third album. But, but like Tribbles is saying, like she's she's creeping into that Iggy Azalea zone where you don't talk about anything she does, but you talk about everything she does, but the music, like Chun-Li Barbara Ting's came out. We're talking about the interview with her and, and Cardi B, you know, uh, rich sex comes out and she's got that whole, you know, body or slut shaming and all this other stuff. She's doing songs with Takashi six, nine, who is not someone you probably want to be around. And, it's, it's, she had the uh, the big banks uh, feature, and and well the thing the thing about Nikki is where I feel like she's being unfairly treated. And I'm gonna pick up my you know my Nicki Minaj shield for a little bit. Here we a go. lot of people a lot of people are kind of getting on her for collaborating with Takashi Six Nine, and he has been added to that, that tour. 
But the only people that's getting criticized for that is Nicki Minaj. This is a joint tour with Nicki Minaj and Future. Like they, this is a joint tour. This isn't Nicki Minaj featuring they Future to Takashi Six Nine. They all said they all finna be high. Oh yeah, they're gonna be high as shit on that. Hell, listen, talk about top of the line deals. And guess tour? what? And Nicki's behavior is gonna get worse because my theory is with Joe. Like I think she on something. Remember when she had that little outburst at the war show with uh oh Miley Cyrus and shit Miley Cyrus yeah and it was just weird like it was just but it was strange you know it's it I thought from from my knowledge and again I'm not a Nicki Minaj historian from my knowledge I thought she buried that Roman character that you know her alter ego that she brought out for her Grammy performance that one time that let her perform and then said don't ever come back again because you're crazy as fuck. And it's like you see those spurts. Like when she did the BET Awards, I was genuinely concerned for Nicki Minaj. Like you could just tell that Nicki is not in her element. She's she's trying. This is my this is my conspiracy theory thing thought for for other episode. I really think that Nicki is trying. She's 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 re, what's what's regressing. That's the word. She's regressing because she's trying to grab the social media, you know, the social media fans, like how Cardi B, you know, and not to pin Nikki and Cardi against each other for the millionth time, but you know how like Cardi B got her followings from IG, then it transferred to Love and Hip Hop. Then she started to do her music. And so now it's kind of like imperative that Cardi B keeps that same energy because we've known you when you was in your grandma living room with fucked up teeth talking about hoes don't get cold. And it's like, Nikki, you just was presented to us as a package, you know, like, People, Lil Kim, Lil Kim stands had they beef with you, but for the most part, hip hop embraced you, and it's fine that you got a private life. We don't need, we don't really need to know everything. We really don't. And I think Nicki is trying to make us know everything that we could care less about. Like, I don't care who Nicki Minaj is dating. The Meek Mill shit, it kind of worked till you realize that she probably got him hooked on drugs just like Whitney did Bobby Brown back in the day, and you know. It's just it's, it's that's a, is that your theory? Is that your theory, Triple? My, my, yeah, she's. I think she's just fishing for. She's fishing to stay relevant, but it's it's unauthentic because we don't we we weren't introduced to her like that, and we really don't care. Minus her like stands, like of course the stands are gonna want it, but as far as like everyday people, I don't care to see Nicki Minaj walk onto a private jet to go to uh, where did she go that day? She had the long like fifty inch weave. Prague. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck that Nikki. You bitches can't even spell Prague. I don't care. Your fans, <laughs> like, her fans love it. I'm like, yo, I don't care about that shit, Nikki. Like, give me the music. That's what that's what real she, people are here for, the music. She, she doesn't need all the outside activity stuff. Like, if she just needs to just do the music. She's not she's not really that good at social media, apparently. And I, I would ask this. Who is managing her career these last couple of years? Because whoever's doing it, is doing a poor job. She is she is standing next to probably one of the most polarizing young artists out there in Takashi 69 when she could be standing next to another group of young rappers. She's worked with the Migos. Why not work with them more? Why not work with the uh, Ray Shriver like you did previously? You've worked with them. There's a lot of other people you could have worked with, but I feel like her working with Takashi Six Nine was that. That's when I started thinking, like, okay, she might be being a little bit desperate because he's the guy that everybody like. You work with him, you're around him, it's, it's gonna do numbers, and you're gonna get. Tra he's he's Levar Ball. That's pretty well, much maybe, what he well, is. Well, is currently number one on the iTunes chart, so it works. I mean, that, it, it is what it is. Like I said, he's a marketing genius. Like. The numbers be good or, or real or fake, but he's he's. I don't think he's going anywhere, and I feel like Nicki Minaj is better than this. And I'm I'm hoping that her album is good. The one thing that I need from her album, and this is this is what Cardi B did, and this is what J Rock did, and this is what Drake didn't do on his last album with Scorpion. If you were a fan of Drake, this album was fine. If you weren't a fan of Drake, then this album just kind of reaffirmed everything you knew about him. And with Cardi B and J-Rock, if you didn't like J-Rock or Cardi B and you listened to those two albums, you're like, okay, these guys can make good music. If you if you were a fan of them already, you're like, hey, this is what I want. Now for Nicki Minaj, she needs to change people's minds with this album. 
if if I'm a fan of Nicki Minaj, she needs to put out a damn near classic. If I'm not a fan of Nicki Minaj, this album what, needs to change my classic, mind. What does a classic Nicki Minaj album sound like at this point? Stop her from goddamn singing. Listen, <laughs> if, 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 if Nicki Minaj does not uh, does not give us some type of R and B type of run within a rap like a hardcore rap song, that album's a classic. I don't give a damn what she talks about on track. If she does not sing one point on this on this album, I will literally change my Abby to some goddamn Nicki Minaj photo, and I will ride hard for Nicki Minaj for one month. That is, I, I'm saying it. I'm saying it on the podcast because I'm that serious. I do not want to hear Nicki sing. She tried to do it on the fucking. Boot up remix, which her and Quavo made unlistenable ever a fucking again. Like Nikki, just stop singing. Like I'm probably gonna re- screen record this and put this on on Twitter. Like Nikki, stop singing for the love of God. You you have a little note. She can hold a little note. Not gonna say she's a. Uh, I want to hear R&B album from from Nikki. She can hold a little note, but just stop singing for the love of God, please. Better, better singer than Drake. Yeah, I'll give you that. I will say though, one last point is that I'm happy this album title has nothing to do with fucking pink. Like, at least it's something different. Cause I'm tired of Pink Friday, Pink Print, Pink Print Sheets, Pink Pink, pink Friday Reloaded. Right, Pink, pink Sunday point and a half. Like what? Pink, oh. pink Barbie, pink hair. Yeah. So we will, I guess we'll preview or give our expectations probably next week or get a little bit closer to queen and again it drops what august 10th so it's going to be interesting i think she has 19 tracks so it's going to take me a few days to get through all of it yeah i think she has 19 tracks the the pre-sale was 19 i think um but speaking of pedophiles i guess and sexual assaults mr charlemagne i guess Many of us, I, I know for a moment, well, I kind of do. I won't say I don't now because I still respect his story and how he kind of got to where he is. Um, as far as looking at, you know, journalists and black journalists is that black journalists from the South, like Charlemagne, Charlemagne is probably the, the poster child for that. But um, a lot of stories have, you know, resurfaced about him having um, raped or well, it's been alleged that he raped a 15 year old girl. Was she, was she 15? Yeah. Or a 15 year old girl. And I think he was 22 at the time back in South Carolina. And she's currently seeking to um, open the case back up within the South Carolina Supreme court. And during this time, you know, the internet, they get, I mean, the people on the internet, they start to do their Googles and it, um, Two additional stories came out, one from a pot, uh, from the Brilliant Idiots podcast in 2015, where he described putting Spanish fly, which is some type of like aphrodisiac type shit, um, into a young lady's drink. And he had sex with her. And let, in, in his own words, she she was blacked out, but she was coherent. So I don't really know how that works, but those are his words, not mine. And then also most recently, a story came out that um, alleged that him and his wife, the first time that they had sex, that he raped her. So I bring all this up to one, I feel like I wouldn't be, I guess, I, I spoke, I speak highly on 2018 being the year of the woman, and I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be right for me to not speak on this because we have three different women who were currently affected, well, allegedly affected by. Charlemagne's alleged acts and I just kind of want to know like I guess from market standpoint and then size standpoint how do you guys feel about it and have you guys even looked into the stories um that were presented to us I mean it, it just seems like if you're not a fan of Char- it's, it's the same thing if you're not a fan of Charlemagne uh this is just another thing for you to not be a fan of him this is just something that you can just add to the long list of things that he's done that make you want to say that he's canceled and, and that he's trash if you are a fan of his, you'll you know bend over backwards saying like, oh well, he didn't go to jail, he wasn't charged, you know there was, you know some legal issues, he only got probation. There's ways for you to get around, you know you you still wanting to be a fan of this guy. Me personally, I'm not in the Charlemagne. He said he said something a couple years ago, and I was just like, you know what, I think I'm done. I think I'm done here, and he's just never really. He's just he's just an internet troll to me at this point. Like he's not really getting questions. He's not asking questions that I, as a 
fan of music want to hear. You know what I'm saying? He's just going for the the shock value. And I'm not... Yeah, like, at at some point, it's just like, okay, you can kind of see where he's going with it. Like, if a woman's there and she's got, you know, her her chest out a little bit, he's going to make some kind of comment about it. If she's got, you know, her nudes out there, he's going to try to bring that up. He's just, it's just, there's nothing there for me with Charlemagne. I, if he did that stuff, then, you know, he's trash. I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people on the internet trying to defend that guy and what he's done. Cause yeah. if you just no, listen to some of the stuff he says, that. it's like, it's, I, I listened to someone sent me a clip of him on his, on the brilliant idiots talking with Andrew and Charlemagne was saying some wild shit about him and his wife. And Andrew tried to reel him back in. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. We don't Andrew, want to say that. Andrew was literally like, so yeah, he Andrew was the first person to say he was like, so it's rape. Like, you know, like basically yeah. saying, like, nigga, this don't sound right. Either like, you clean it up or it, you admit to it. Bring it back. Let's bring it back. So I didn't, I didn't I didn't get a chance to hear that interview. I heard another interview where he was talking about um domestic violence with like some um old girlfriend he had like back in the past yeah. and he was oh, like yeah. oh I think everybody everybody has hit that girl and it's like nah like I, can we stop normalizing abuse like all men go through abuse to get to manhood because I'm like that's not the case like no. nah no. I've, I know plenty of men who have never put their hands on women and have turned out to be great men without it so so that's the interview that I saw but what he, exactly did he say on the interview with, with uh, about which his wife? The, well, the one about his wife well, okay, so recently, uh, actually Monday, he won, went on a brilliant, he did like a little six minute clip on the Brilliant Idiots podcast where he apologized, I think, because Charlemagne has a show coming out on HBO in a couple of months, that this was a PR stunt to clean everything up. But he also went on The Breakfast Club where he had his wife called in on the oh show. Oh my God. Which what? I saw that. Which was, it, that. which was probably the most scripted shit I've seen since I watched Love and Hip Hop the other day. So, um, According to his wife, the word he, he didn't know how to explain the story properly and things were miscued. But according to her, she consented to the sex. They they both were drunk. Um, yeah, it's not really a story. They're ju- he just explained it wrong. Like that's the story that she's going with. Again, but how did he originally explain it? What did he say? I. I can't tell you exactly what that story because I never heard the initial the initial story of the wife. I only listened to the story about the Spanish fly girl where he put it in her drink and yeah. and it, yeah. it was it was crazy because with the Spanish fly story he said he said a line that stuck out to me from the story that he, he told to Char uh, not Charlemagne what's his name DJ Academics he told a story to DJ Academics about the actual South Carolina. Um, South Carolina case with the young lady Jessica that's trying to get the case back open but in two different stories in two different settings he said one that he provided alcohol to a young lady and then two what was the word that he used and oh yeah two he was saying that his cousins were around and those two stories that are supposedly on two separate occasions he keeps bringing up like yeah my cousins was there in regards to the Spanish fly story he said that his cousins was his cousins were there um, and she woke up and asked, did only he have sex with her? Because she didn't even know that she was having sex at that time. So um, she woke up and asked him, did we have sex? He said, yeah. You know, he was like, she asked, was it only me speaking as of Charlemagne? And he, he said, yes. And she said, oh, good. Like, great. And then when you go to the story about the young lady, Jessica, his story is, is that his cousins had sex with her, but he left the house. Now, according to the police reports, he was there the whole time. So it, it, it's it's one of those stories where, unlike Angela Ryer, who just jumped off the fucking boat and defended the nigga, like I said, I I respect Charlemagne's work up into this point to get to where he is, coming from a very small town in South Carolina to being on probably, well, I think they are number one in Hot 97, number two, and to go up to be on the number one um, urban radio station in New York City. That's a great, a great story, a, a story full of triumphs, a story, um, story full of challenges, and all that other good shit. But I cannot stand behind and 
these these allegations it's it's too it's too much loose shit for me not to be like yo you lying about something he i'm not gonna say he raped her i'm not gonna say he didn't rape her but he's lying about something and that's what makes me uncomfortable about the whole situation so i'm not gonna get on on al gore's internet and cape for this nigga like honestly i'm one of those fuck charlemagne people right now so unless something comes out because a lot of people are like oh he you know he took he took a plea deal he didn't he never got off that's with it's in regards to the 15 year old situation he never got off it was on something where he took a plea deal because the young lady and her mother were being were not cooperating with the police, which could mean one of two things: either a, you know, she could genuinely be terrified, or b, she got paid off, you know, or, or her mother got paid off, you know, because yeah. they spoke highly that her mom like had a lot to do with it. So I'm like, that doesn't necessarily negate that he didn't do it just because he took a plea deal for a lesser crime and got three years of prob probation. That doesn't say Charlemagne did not engage in what that it young lady said. It doesn't say that he did, though, because, you know, the legal system is kind of fucked up. But Yeah, I, I, I get that. But also, being in the South, Monk's Corner is a very small, small city. It ain't that. I mean, it's black people there. But ain't that many black people? They racist. If it was, if it was some shit to get to throw him under the under the jail, they would have threw him under the jail, in my opinion. Because he, I think he was probably on local radio, but not necessarily doing shit with Wendy at that time. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to speak on it in general, just because a lot of his counterparts they don't speak on it. I'm not telling people to speak on it to pick a side, but I'm like, some people should be informed. Some people don't go you know, on world, you know, some people are world star people. Some people are not on CNN. Some people go to the root. Some people are MTV. And a lot of people are very quiet about the situation. I just wanted people to kind of address it, not necessarily put your capes on or send this nigga to jail, but just address it, just address what's going on and just, just speak down. It. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I, I've said it before on the podcast, maybe not the music one, but on just any other podcast, I'm not going to do what Angela Rye did for Charlamagne. I'm not doing that for anybody, like not even my family. I'm not getting on the internet talking about, oh, he wouldn't, he or she would never do that because I don't know. And I'm not going to, I'm not putting myself out there like that for nobody. Yeah. Um, but I guess transition, this is a great transition because Charlamagne had sent out a lot of, lot, 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 lot of R. Kelly tweets um, over his, I guess, Twitter career, which he deleted a lot of his tweets, which was a red flag to me um, as well in regards to the allegations. But he deleted some of his tweets, but the good old internet never forgets. But Mr. Robert Sylvester Kelly dropped a 19-minute track on, was it Monday? Was it? Wow. Um, 19, 19 long minutes. And guess who sat down and listened to all 19 minutes of that track? I but did. It was I. It was I. I listen. I did. I listened every minute of the night. Both of y'all did this. Listen, I did a couple times. I did a couple times. A couple times. I listened to it twice. A couple times. Yo, what? Shout out to my my homie to Davion. He put in a group chat. He was like, "R. Kelly did what?" And I was in a group chat like, "Nigga, I'm not about to sit down and listen to 19 minute goddamn." I'm like going the fuck in, you know. And then work gets a little slow. I'm falling asleep, but I'm like. R. Kelly got a 19 minute track out. Let me go listen to it. And I press play. And what do I hear? I actually did like a small thread on Twitter because I just could not contain myself from laughter. I was laughing at my at, at my desk. I'm pretty sure my boss know I was not doing any work for 19. Well, for yeah, 19 minutes straight. Um, the top three things that we can take away from this 19 minute track is that R. Kelly is broke. Mm. R. Kelly cannot read. God. <laughs> what? And R. Kelly does not own his publishing. <laughs> which is the worst, I think is the worst point of them all. Is the No, which was the greatest thing ever. Like, nigga, I went home and bumped the fuck out of 12 play because I know that nigga not getting a check for it. Fuck that. And that's true. Wow. And that's true. <laughs> wow. You don't yeah. own your why oh just, but the wild oh. thing about it was that um he was steady talking about how much music he made. Da, 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 but I'm like, you ain't getting paid for it, so so what? Nigga, that's why I'm like, yeah, stream R. Kelly streaming party. Whoever this white man is getting his money, getting his streaming money, I'm giving it right. to him. Right. Um, 
How are you one of the greatest songwriters ever and you can't read? Well, well, let me continue with my thread. I'm going to tell you everything that I heard. And maybe, you know, maybe I heard something else in her 19 minutes. Um, He met with Wendy Williams off camera over Hennessy and weed. Uh, According to him, Wendy Williams did not smoke. He was smoking during that time. Um, He was sexually assaulted as a child. He said that the world called him underrated. Don't know in what lifetime everybody anybody ever called R. Kelly underrated, but he said that in his song. He also said that um, the parents of the children that were alleged in the sex cult and the alleged victims of, you know, the things that we accuse R. Kelly of. The, he, he said that the 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 parents send the daughters to him. He didn't go find them. Parents essentially dropped them off behind, you know, backstage and said, hey, do what you need to do. Have your way. That again, these are R. Kelly's words, not mine, people. Uh, My favorite part of the 19 minute track was he asked us to look up the words cult and sex slave. In my tweet, I said, I'm concerned because I don't know if he's asking for help because earlier in the song, he said he couldn't read and that (laughs) he doesn't know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Or if he's really trying to enlighten us. I was genuinely confused. Um, Continuing on, this nigga owed $20 million and ended up in a Homewood Suites. Mind you, Homewood Suites are very nice. Shout out to Connecticut. I stayed in a Homewood Suites doing a work assignment for like three bucks. They're very nice. But R. Kelly, the the caliber of an artist he is, he should not be in a Homewood Suites. Um, And in the 19-minute song, he he continuously used the phrase... I can't say much. And my argument was, Robert, the song is 19 fucking minutes. What are you saying if you can't say much? for You, like, you gave us a 19-minute track. So those are the big takeaways that I got from the song that I was like, you know, my ears kind of perked up. Sai, did you hear anything additional or something different that I didn't hear? Look, I'm just mad that he tried to manipulate this whole world to try to feel sorry for him and try to like make it seem like we Chicagoans didn't support this nigga through thick and thin until this nigga just started wilding like I'm offended as a Chicagoan I'm offended that he tried to blame us for not sticking by him and using that unity shit to try to make us feel bad but you know fuck R. Kelly I can't even listen to his music wow. the same anymore. listen if um, we- I tried man I tried it was some episode like a while back. We were talking. I think we were talking about like the cancel culture and Sai and Marcus. Well, no, it was Sai that was saying she was gonna ride Arco to the wheels. And now you hopping off the train after the night. I mean, I'm still track. playing "Step in the Name of Love." I'm still playing "TP2 Reloaded," but I mean, it's mm. still just like fuck him because, yeah, you he gotta ain't, commit. You gotta commit got to the cancel culture. Nah, commit. No, no, fuck that. No, it's still fuck <laughs> R. Kelly, but listen, sex it's, week still goes. It's Come still, on. it's still oh fuck R. It's it still does. fuck R. Kelly, but the fact that I know he is not getting paid when I stream that right. shit on title, I'm running it up, niggas. I don't right. care. I'm running it up. He don't right. get paid because that was always my argument. I tweeted that out one time. I was like, yo, if we can get R. Kelly streaming money to go to somebody else, I wouldn't mind, you know, still rocking out because I mean, his music is timeless. But yeah. the fact that I know this nigga don't own his publishing, we running it up. I oh still say damn. like who who's make who makes better R and B male wise than R Kelly. I'm still saying that nobody. But can we separate? Okay, this is another. This is what I really want to talk about is separating the music from the man. Fuck no, R Kelly is crazy, and it's now spawning into his music because he released a 19 minute track. So I can't, I can't. It's, That's it's, true. It's different for him. It's 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 his subject matter. It's just, it's the fact yeah. that he's think he's singing and writing about having sex with minors, and I, it's hard for me not to be like putting on you know you know 12 play or sexing or anything like that without thinking. Okay, he was he was thinking about you know. A seventeen-year-old Aaliyah when he wrote this, or another fifteen-year-old girl, a fifteen, like yo, he's nice. a pervert. Which, which he, like he, he spoke about man. that as well, and he he spoke about his mother looking down on him, being proud, and I, I mean, I just was really confused. Listen to all nineteen minutes of that track. I he went, and then at the end, he went to like, oh well, Chicago should send their youth to me so that I can mentor right. them. Nigga, and you then can't read. I'm like, nigga, then, what? Then, then like 
literally, it was like 30 seconds later, he was like, fuck y'all niggas. I was like, what just happened? Like, R. Kelly and, and Nicki Minaj are going to the same pharmacist to pick up the pills. Here's what it is for me. Here's here, here was the <laughs> defining point for me for me to say, yeah, fuck R. Kelly. Because y'all, I knew that nigga was a pervert from like sixth grade, straight up. Like everybody knew it. She got like everybody knew it was no secret. Um, like niggas really legit know people he used to try to talk to. Like it's not a, it's not a game. Um, but when you say fuck Chicago, that's when it's on and popping because you don't turn your back on the city, man. Yo, WGCI have been playing this dude nonstop. The only people that turned him off was Tom Joyner in the morning. Those only people who didn't keep playing his records. But Chicago still played a lot of his records all the time. So for him to come back and be like, oh, Chicago don't support you, like, nah. Well, the good people over at the Ox DJ, we have canceled R. Kelly. You will not find R. Kelly on any of our playlists. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a fun fact. But yeah, R. Kelly, R. Kelly's losing it, dog. He's he, yeah. it's 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 done. Like I, I'm a fond believer of his music. I mean, it's timeless. Regardless of if you play it tomorrow or if you play it 20 years from now, like you're still gonna remember the words. You're still gonna know. But as far as this new shit, like I and at one point I had said like yo, if R. Kelly released like twelve more chapters of Trapped in the Closet, like I'll sneak and listen to it. Like I don't even think I want to hear Trapped in the Closet. Like no new shit. I'm still gonna rock out chapters one through eight though, because that was some great work. But yeah, R. R. Kelly's done. I don't. I mean, well, let me rephrase that. R. Kelly's done for people our age. The aunties and the grandmas are still going the fuck up. If you want, if you're having a bad day. You know, your boyfriend left you, your wife didn't cook tonight, you're at home with the kids, you're depressed. I want you to go to R. Kelly's official Twitter page and just any post that he posts, I want you to hit it and read the comments and get you a great laugh, you know, a great laugh. Because these aunties are going up and they're throwing their body at them knowing that this man wants their young teenage daughter. But, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's... You ladies are too old for him. You are too way old. too old. <laughs> too way old. too old. You're not in high school. He can't talk to you. He can't and, talk to you. And, my, the, and he also spoke about like the sex thing being a not the sex cult, not the cult thing, but referring to the actual like uh, alleged rape thing that he got acquitted of. I'm like, nigga, I can Google right now this fucking sex tape with you and this young ass girl. Like, this is not a rumor, nigga. We got proof. We got facts. You just had a great ass defense team and blinded America because that was around the time he dropped Step in the Name of Love. So you put R. Kelly in all white because my grandma still goes up to this day. Like, oh, I would just love to dance with R. Kelly. You put that suit on with the yellow bandana. I, I would be right there with him. I'm like, grandma, he a, he's a pervert. Like, listen, but I'm, niggas don't care. I know. Yo, I'm I mean, telling y'all, I told y'all my uncle made the song. Like when I tell y'all it was nothing but like drama, even around that shit, like wild. I, R. Kelly is a terrible person. Like he's a really bad person. But he makes such damn good music. Uh and, so he, and he can effectively rock all hairstyles. Cause this nigga he got a ball head, braids, fro, it all looks right on him. I think that's the only that's the only prop I'll give R. Kelly, like still to this day. I, I feel like uh, R. Kelly being not being able to read and still making <laughs> music and still being able to put out all this classic timeless music, it's right up there with like Stevie Wonder being blind and making his music. It, it's the same. Oh, that's horrible. It might it, I, honestly what R. Kelly's doing might be harder than what Stevie Wonder. Nigga, doing. I really want to see R. Kelly's like little sketch pad where he writes down his lyrics <laughs> and shit. Like how many misspell words does he have? <laughs> The thing about it is, how do you not know how to read for that long in 2018? I mean, at what point have you? Can you say, "All right, I'm ready to learn"? <laughs> he got, he got time. He got time, man. And this nigga said that he okay. Also in the track, this is when he was talking about how he was broke. He said that the reason why he's still touring is because he got to pay his bills. He really cannot afford to pay his bills. Like he, if he don't get no show, he literally may be on the on the side of the bridge with a like, "We'll work for food time." Um, and then he also said in the same song that he had like 20 lawyers and I'm like, you got 20 lawyers and none of y'all niggas can read that your publisher was gone. Mm. Like, I mean, all them high schools he's hanging out with, he couldn't find a tutor. Like none of them high schools, <laughs> <laughs> none of them high school none girls was like, yo, you put your of, finger, sound, sound it out. This is a long A. This is a, like no, no one. 
Right right before he stepped out the sea, no one could. No, all right. Yeah, you was just fucking them girls. You wasn't gonna learn how to read with them. Yeah, we get. Listen, if you allegedly, allegedly, if you you have any compassion for for R. Kelly, we're gonna start him off with the My Baby Can Read series to make sure that he has the (laughs) basics down. And then we're gonna move him up to hooked on phonics once he gets to the high school level. And we, oh. make, and I personally, if we if we get this popping, I'll buy him a leapfrog. Those you know, those help out. You put the pin on it, and they'll like Jesus. read the word. So <laughs> yeah, it's. But ultimately, we say all this to say, fuck R. Kelly. Uh, I, I thought he had his GD, you know, and. I don't know. I thought I think he wanted us to be compassionate. I'm like, nigga, Vantasia came out and told us that she dropped out of school, she couldn't read. And what did Vantasia do? She became the valedictorian of her GED class. Like, better yourself if you want to be better, nigga. I don't feel still bad. For you. I don't counts. feel bad. I don't feel bad for R. Kelly. Yes, I still enjoy Twelve Play the track. Yes, I enjoy a couple of other songs that I probably will still play. It's fucked up because he has some great features as well that I came across earlier today. Um but that nigga's done. I'm not gonna pay to see R. Kelly. I'm not gonna give him physically give him any of my money. And now that I know that streaming is giving my money to someone else, he, my pockets are are, are done for R. Kelly. So, um, I think technically that covers everything that we wanted to talk about from our you know our comeback season episode. I think it's been like what three weeks, mm-hmm. two weeks, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm renewed and I'm back. Niggas got y'all got shout outs before we, we get out for the afternoon. Um, I'm gonna do a shout out. Um, follow me on Instagram. I'm starting this new game where I want uh, my followers to guess the lyrics to a song. So if you guess the lyrics to a song, I'll pay you a dollar via PayPal. So I will be making these posts very frequently. So put that dollar to parking or something, um, or you can stack it up. Get you some money. Yeah, All you gotta yeah. do is just guess the name of the song. You get like five five dollars. That's enough for like some shipping. You do eBay. Yeah, or something. exactly. That's lit. That's, that's lit. I'm about, to, I'm about to get my shit paid for. Exactly, um, Marcus. What, what you got? Anybody want to shout out? Um, yeah, man. Just shout out to Drake being one of the worst dads publicly, like <laughs> in the history. Of, Wait, like, pause. Is he worse than his dad though? I mean, time will tell. Okay. Time will tell because his dad is here now, so I, I we'll see. And and I guess shout out to Drake for being one of the few artists in his like age group, like when he came out, like in two thousand nine. Shout out to him for being one of the few artists in that group to not put out a classic album or something close to that. Because <laughs> if you go if you go back and look through the years of the rappers that came out when Drake came out and when and after Drake came out. There's a lot of good albums out there that Drake is not touching. And it's like, how is he running rap when there's people coming up behind them putting out classic albums? It's well, it makes no sense. Side note, while we're saying fuck R. Kelly, I want to say fuck Drake personally from my standpoint. Because in my feelings features, City Girls, straight up out of 305, straight out of Miami, shout out to the City Girls. And they do not have any writing credits on the song. Uh, he did not list them as a feature. So I think how that works is that the City Girls probably got like a, a lump sum of money in the beginning and then they don't get to see any residuals of the track so fuck which him is horrible yeah no that's trash that's fuck him fuck him because that's the number one song and these these girls who you know they've been open they've only been rapping for about a year got on the number one song in the country and they can't put that on their resume technically i mean technically they can because we know as listeners but as far as how the books look at it they can't put their names on it because this nigga didn't list them as a feature. So fuck Drake for fucking over the city girls. That's why, okay, so side note from that, as creators, we have to be like super careful about how we work with other people and these big name artists, because I'm sure in their head, they was just, they took that as like, well, at least we'll get exposure, but no, fuck that. Nigga, they losing get big, money. They losing big yeah. bank on that shit right now. Yeah. Um, if you're a creator in the early stages, it's still okay to ask for some chains to cover your, protect yourself. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. important. Um, I, I cut you off, Mark. Is anybody else you want to shout out? No, that's it. Oh. Um, really quick, I'm just going to shout out the Ox DJ. It, it's It's been a minute. Like I said, I was doing like a, a, a renewal, get off Twitter, get your mind right type shit and coming up with more content. 
I said I was going to drop some earlier this week. Clearly, we're going into the later half of the week, and nothing is out, which means it will. I'm going to do something special for August for all of my followers. So I I encourage everyone to follow us on Twitter at the Ox DJ. Um, probably going to start using Instagram soon. Follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Music. If you need those title links, they're on the official Twitter page. Um, shout out to my best friend who I said I was going to shout out when she called me right before I was going to start doing the podcast. And most importantly, Free JT. Shout out to the City Girls. Period is a classic album in my top five of 2018. Once we do our wrap up, hopefully it's still there once we get to that point. But yeah, thanks for listening to us. And oh wait, Charles, oh, oh, oh I forget. I'm sorry. I know I mentioned to follow my Instagram, but I don't know if I said it. Follow me at the Mix Up Review. On oh Instagram. yeah, to get that dollar. Yeah, yeah, to get the dollar, go to the Mix Up Review. Okay, cool. Thanks, all. All right. Well, follow all of us. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. We out. Yeah. I'm from the murder capital where we murder for capital. Kanye, so you did it again, you're a genius. So you niggas changed your attitude for they asking what happened to you. Lord forgive them.